Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey guys, welcome to Spotlight on Maryland. It's Gina Crash, your host for the next half hour or so, and I'm so excited to introduce you to my two guests today. We're joined by Amanda Kodak. She is Mile One Auto Group's Chief Giving Officer, and Mile One Cares is your philanthropic arm of uh, of the group, right, if you will. It's very good to have you, Amanda. Thanks for having me. We're so excited also to be joined by Valencia Hike. She is the Operations Director for Share Baby. Nice to have you here too, Valencia. Thank you. Glad to be here. I'm so excited. We just we took a little tour of the studios and we're we're running around and you guys accomplish a lot together. In fact, just a couple, you know, not too long ago, Tuesday, November 14th, Mile One Cares and Share Baby, you guys distributed 300 new car seats to families in need through your car seat education and distribution program, which is only in its second year. But that's incredible. You helped even more families. We're going to talk all about that and all about your partnership and also Share Baby's mission and the important work that you do in the community. And you guys are literally right down the street on Union Ave, right? That's our, correct. Our Baltimore neighbors. Um, and we'll start with Amanda, too, um, to tell us a little bit about Mile One Cares, because we were talking off the air saying people don't always understand the association of what Mile One Cares is and the automotive group that's behind it, kind of using your might to help the community in this important way. Yeah, thanks. So Mile One Cares, as you mentioned, is the philanthropic arm for Mile One Auto Group, and locally that's the heritage dealerships. And about uh, two years ago, we launched Mile One Cares. Um, The company feels very strongly about giving back to the communities where we live and work. And so we established this philanthropic program, which encompasses a grants program where we're giving dollars out to the communities where we have dealerships, but also signature programs like our car seat program. Um, We partner with organizations like ShareBaby, as well as hospitals and other local nonprofits who are in need of dollars around transportation initiatives. Because we're an automotive company, we feel strongly about access to safe transportation. And so the majority of our dollars that are going back to the community are around those needs. And so the um, Mile One Cares is about... Two years old, or is this program two years old? No, so Mile One Cares is only about two years old. Oh, wow. Um, The company has been around for a long time, and they've always been philanthropic, but they felt very strongly about it being more impactful and more strategic, and that's why they hired someone like myself to do that. Um, We were talking off air about about how unique it is that an automotive company has a position like mine. Yes. And so my, my main responsibility is to make sure that all the giving that we're doing is impactful and strategic and really does serve the communities where we live and work. 
Um, that's not only in Maryland, but also in Pennsylvania, in North Carolina, in Virginia, um, and the D.C. metro area. That's incredible. So you came aboard um, two years ago with yep. its inception, right? Mm-hmm. So what was in your background, Amanda, that kind of led you to this important work and this really cool job? <laughs> so I actually come from the nonprofit sector. Um, I worked at the Walters Art Museum for my entire career um, from education. I was in the education department there. And that work really allowed me to understand the needs of nonprofits. So um, whenever I talk to nonprofits and I'm vetting them, I always say to them, you know, I understand where you're coming from. And so I find that those skills are really helpful um, because it's important to understand how nonprofits function, if they're strong, if they're not strong, where the needs are, how we can best serve them with our dollars. And so um, my nonprofit background really helps me understand um, the best way to help our communities. Yeah, for sure. So when and and why did Mile One Cares begin this program with Share Baby? Did you contact Share Baby? Did they contact you? Like, how do, if you go back that far, like, how does some, how does a great idea like this come to be? Yeah, and, so we partnered with Share Baby, I think, before the car seat program. I, I think before my time, even. Um, so we had um, some partnerships with Share Baby where we were buying um, things that they needed and donating to them to then give out to the community. And I know Valencia will talk more about that. Um, but the car seat issue with Share Baby was unique because you cannot donate car seats. Um, Share Baby accepts used um, supplies for children. I'm not going to speak. Baby essentials. Baby essentials. But car seats you can't donate because they can be expired. We don't know if they've been in accidents. Um, There's a whole host of reasons why you cannot donate used car seats. And so... um, when we were trying to expand and really establish this car seat program, we knew that there was a need from Share Baby, but we really weren't sure what that need was. So Share Baby um, did a survey of all of their partner organizations, and what was incredible is they got back this this whole list of from every partner saying that the need for car seats was incredible, and they knew exactly how many partners there were, how many seats each partner needed. It was ideal for us as a funder, ideal for us as a funder, because there is nothing better that when your mission, your philanthropic mission, aligns with the organization's mission. And this was perfect because they are the ones who knew the community. They know what they need. They know how to get the seats out. They had the space to to um to store those car seats. They're yeah, huge. They're, I mean, you have a huge big. warehouse. Yes. Right? Yeah. Valencia, yeah. So um, you know, it's not just about the people, but it's also about the logistics. They had someone like Valencia who knew how to get those seats out. I know Valencia for a long time wanted to start a program like this. Mm-hmm. And so it was really this like serendipitous perfect partnership. Um so we started brainstorming. We started trying to figure out the best way to do this. We wanted to start small, mm-hmm. but Len- Valencia and I are both pretty ambitious. So <laughs> small to <laughs> us. rain it back yeah. in. <laughs> um, we really, you know, we really jived and figured out a way to do this. Um, and so that is how this partnership came about. And um, it's really just, it's been a wonderful partnership. And it's really grown since it started. Yeah. Can you tell us how that is and how it continues to grow? And like, are you seeing into the future in your crystal ball going like, this could be really, really huge? Yeah, sure. So um, we, last year we did 300, 213. 213 seats. Eight, eight partners. <laughs> eight partners. There you go. Glad, glad you're here to tell me. <laughs> you guys do work um, well together. We this yeah. is awesome. Um, and, um, and last year, as a company, I think we distributed 
in all the states, around 600 seats. Now, the key to this is is not just giving out the seats, but it's also about proper installation and education, which we can talk about in a little bit. Yes. Um, and so we can't just do this and just give seats out. Um, so part of this is really about um, making sure that we can uh, we can establish this partnership, but also make sure the families know how to use them properly. So um, this year we said, okay, there's more people who need them. Valencia did another survey. Um, she came back with 15 partners this year. Wow. So we were able to expand it to 300 seats for this year. But more exciting to that is that they, that we set a goal in the beginning of the year as a company to try to get 1,000 seats out to families um, company-wide. And with this partnership, we were able to exceed that goal. So as of, I guess, about... I think our last event is December 5th, and we will have exceeded that goal of 1,000 car seats, which if you do the multiplier effect, how many families that's really impacting, how many babies. I mean, sometimes we see, not so much for Valencia's program, but sometimes when we have these programs at our dealerships, because we do these programs all around, um, we see families come in. They have expired seats. Sometimes they don't have any seats. They might have three kids, but only one strapped in. So the the multiplier effect that we're able to really impact is just incredible. Yeah, you can really get, you know, a look at what people need and what they have and how you can get them safer and their kids safer, which is really important. So can you share a little too, Amanda, about how Maryland Kids in Safety Seats, a.k.a. KISS, the acronym, is involved and supports the program? Because that's important too. Sure. So um, I find that KISS is another partner that I couldn't do this without. Um, And so Maryland Kids in Safety Seats, they are um, a, a state program. And they are really the experts in child passenger safety. Um, When I started doing research on partners in Maryland, they were the first to my table. We had a a roundtable conversation. Both Maryland Kids and Safety Safety Seats and Safe Kids um, came. And they um, have volunteer technicians who they train to be certified child passenger safety technicians. They bring those volunteers to these programs to ensure that each family gets about a 30 to 45-minute education on proper installation and harnessing. Um, as I mentioned earlier, we can't just give these seats out because families need to know how to use them. And if they're not tight, if the kids aren't harnessed, if they have a little tiny baby in the wrong size seat or vice versa, it's not safe. And so they ensure that these seats are being installed. Um, they are incredible partners. They they do they are just wonderful. I mean, we said we wanted to do this. They came and did training with the partners um, to make sure the partners knew about proper education. They came um, when we had our event. And they um, installed seats with families. They are always enthusiastic. They always have a smile on their face. Um, and they really are passionate about this work. Gosh, you can tell that, right? Yeah. It's so easy to work with people like that. And how does this initiative, Amanda, tie into Mile One's overall philanthropic goals? Sure. So um, as I mentioned, our philanthropic programs are really dedicated to transportation and access to safe transportation. We believe that transfer- transportation can be transformational. And so um, the car seat program, as well as other programs, like we go into high schools and we talk about the dangers of distracted driving. We give a lot of grant money out to nonprofits that are having issues getting people from point A to point B. Transportation is a huge need, in the, especially in the Baltimore area. Oh, yeah. um, and I don't think I realized how big of a need it was. Yeah. Um, and so 
we are finding more and more as we've unveiled this program that our philanthropic goals really align with transportation because we are an automotive company. Um, and so car seat safety is just perfect for that. Oh, totally. And in what other ways does Mile One Cares give back to the Maryland community? I know you were here with one of our hosts that used to be here, Austin, yep. talking about um, a volunteer fire department that you were working with several months ago. But um, so I know I remember hearing that, that I know you guys are always doing work in the community. So what are some other things that people that might be listening might not be familiar with the other great work right. that you do? So, um, so specifically with the car seat program, we do have these events about 12 times a year. So we, we have 12-ish events per year at our dealerships or at hospitals where people can register to get their car seats checked and or receive a free car seat from us. So that's one piece of this. As I mentioned, we do distracted driving and light local high schools. But then we also have a grants program, and one of our um, unique programs is that we will consider up to a 50% match for a nonprofit who's in need of a vehicle. Oh, wow. And so, um, so for example, what you were referencing, the Chestnut Ridge Fire Company yep. was in need of a medic, and so we helped them with... Um, we donated $250,000 to them to match dollar for dollar for individuals who wanted to give to them. So we're, we're still fundraising for that. Um, so every dollar up to $250,000 we will match to help them purchase that new medic. Um, so we do that and met with many different nonprofits as far as that 50% match. Um, and then our grants program in general, um, like I said, it's transportation related, but also we also do food banks and homeless shelters and just really great organizations that are in our communities. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's a great need. Um, does uh, We kind of cover this a little bit, but does Mile One Cares have any plans to grow the program in the future um, with Share Baby or, or beyond that? Yeah, I mean, I think the car seat need is not going away. So as long as we are um, still in the philanthropic business, <laughs> um, you know, I think this is something we hope to grow. To be honest, um, it's about capacity as far as when we can have them, the technicians that are available. We can't yes. do this without the volunteer technicians. Absolutely. And so um, I know that KISS is actively training folks all the time, but it takes a lot of dedication on those on the technicians' part, um, you know, making sure that the car seats are not back-ordered. <laughs> That's always something yes. where... Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah, Supply um, is huge, especially now. I mean, yeah. run into it a couple times. Yeah, yeah. lots of issues yeah. could, could pop but up. babies are still being born, so... I know, <laughs> like, and they don't wait. No, <laughs> That's the know. thing. They're here and they're here. Yeah. Um, and what is your favorite part, Amanda, of, of participating in this initiative in particular? Yeah, so I think I mentioned earlier, I really love the fact of how well-aligned this whole program is. I think, you know, working with Share Baby has been a delight. They're super organized. They have the warehouse... They've got the need. They've got, um, you know, all of the pieces are in alignment. And from a um, from a giving standpoint, it couldn't be better because um, I hate forcing things, right? Like yeah. I, I learned that in my work in nonprofits. It's like if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But this works. So um, the, my favorite, and and to be honest, my favorite part is just seeing these babies and these parents' faces. I mean, I'm sure Valencia will talk about this, but a family walked into the warehouse and they were they were in tears because. They could not afford a seat. Oh and gosh. we were able to provide this for them. It's the holiday season. Their baby's safe now. And um, we feel better now knowing that that baby is now secure. That's what it's so. all about. We saw a great picture, too. You had some great coverage, not only on TV stations, but also the Baltimore Sun had yep. a front page photo that was just 
it captured exactly what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> it was perfect. Yeah. Um, Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Um, and we want to bring uh, Valencia into the conversation, too, a little bit. Valencia Hike, uh, who we've been referencing and saying hi. here. <laughs> You're Share Baby's Operations Director. So, gosh, that's an all-encompassing title. So, as Operations Director of Share Baby, what goes into planning a program like this? And I know um, Amanda's kind of referenced how yeah. organized you are and, and a lot of your strengths that really play into a project like this. I think that the organizational piece is the key. I'm very much a process and procedure person. So the first thing that I do is I reach out to the partners, as Amanda said, um, to identify the need. Um, one thing that was shocking to me that I didn't know, and I think that um, is often uh, folks don't think about because these things are basic needs and most of us are able to provide our children with a car seat when we leave the hospital. So we don't even think about the thought of, what happens when you don't have the ability to buy a seat? I found out from some of my partners that there's nothing that they can do, that families are leaving without a seat and carrying babies home in their arms. And wow. so when I found that out, yeah. I was devastated. Um, and Amanda reached out and I was like, this is this is great. This is what we need. The partners are clearly identifying that their families have a need. What can we do? Um, so definitely identifying the need um, and then selecting the partners based off the family's needs um, and how they're able to distribute the car seats. And then the educational piece. Um, our partners have to come in and do a webinar prior to the harness training. Um, my staff was also trained. And so um, th having us all on the same page and so that the partners are able to educate the families, I think, is continuing to share it beyond just the organizations that we're partnering with. Um, and then last, it's uh, the collaboration with the partner and the family. Um, we, The partner has a trust with the family. We don't necessarily have that trust or that bond with the family. Um, so getting the families to come in, getting families to identify their need beyond the partner and say, hey, this is what we need. We're willing to come in. We're willing to learn. Can you help us um, is a big component of the program. 
and then the distribution of the seats and how to properly install and all of the things. And so we bring families into the warehouse. Um, as she mentioned, we have KISS that does the 45-minute install with the families and does a lot of education with the families. There's a lot of things that I learned. Yeah. My kids. And you're a mom. You're like, I know. I have to. Correct. My yeah, kids yeah. Are, a, are adults. Yeah. And I remember... Having, uh, I talk about this uh, with the partners every time we do this program that I remember having my little one and she had the car seat with the bar that comes down in between the legs like the roller coaster ride. I remember that. And I remember being freaking out because I looked in my review mirror and she was climbing around the car and I'm like, what did I do wrong? Yep. Um, And I didn't have that education. I didn't have someone that helped me install it. I followed the directions and I thought that I did all of the things correctly, yet my daughter wasn't safe, right? And I risked... Uh, possible injury to her, yeah, um, which is a very scary thing. I mean, I can laugh about it now, but it's a very serious issue. Um, and so having the families there and being able to talk about these things, like to Amanda's point about, you know, car seat ex- expiration dates. I This was another thing that I had to learn that I was like, oh, interesting. I didn't know a car seat expired. Yeah. I didn't even know you couldn't donate a car seat. Correct. I, and a lot of people probably don't. And a lot of families are handing them down to um, younger children, handing them down to family members. Um, the other things, if, if they've had, have the seats have been in an accident, um, I wasn't aware of that either, that they need to be replaced, whether it's a large accident or a small fender bender. Um, so educating families on that, um, again, it all for me goes back to the educational piece, but also um, filling that need. Yeah. Now, you mentioned your partners um, um, previously. Who are some of your community partners that benefit from this effort? And I know they're growing because last year yes. you had eight, right? This year it was 16. 15. 15. Yep. So we're getting there. Next year will probably be 16 plus. But who are some of those partners that people may may or may not have heard of? But it, it's like who, what groups and programs are you serving? Sure. We serve a variety of partners. In this round, we worked with the Transformation Center, the Franciscan Center, Ben Franklin Family Center, Arlington Judy Center, Family Tree, Marion House, The Movement Team, House of Ruth, Mom Cares, Health Care for the Homeless, Springboard, International Rescue Committee, Better Waverly Community Organization, Southeast CDC, Highland Town, and um, City of Refuge. Wow, they're all great organizations. Some Absolutely. Of, some of them we've had the, you know, the pleasure of having a longer form conversation with, but... Was that all you, Valencia, as far as who to pro- partner with, or did yes. they kind of come to you, or you sought them out? How so that- I had some partners that uh, saw the first round of programming and came and reached out to me and said, um, we see what's happening. We love Share Baby, and we're doing the work, but we want to do more. We have this high need. Can we be a part of this program? And it was just a matter of talking with Amanda and us sitting down and saying, you know, how can we grow this program? Who can we bring in? And to that point, even today, we had a partner um, who came in this morning to pick up some items and she saw the car seat sitting there that another partner was picking up. And she she called me and she left the, the, the center and got what she needed from the warehouse. And she called me and she said, I just want to call you because I saw the car seats and I prayed on this. And I just oh. want to know, can I get some seats? And so I had to explain to her that this was part of a program yeah. and that we, you know, are really hoping to continue to grow this program and would hope to be able to bring her in next year and with the next round. But that's typically what has happened with many of our partners. They will see the program, whether it's in the warehouse and what we're doing within the warehouse or, um, you know, through the media and then they're reaching out. We also have been getting calls from families directly and emails. I receive them. I will probably receive calls and emails 
for the next two to three months. Oh, yeah. Typically after we do the event, we get calls for a while. And it, to ask how great the need is, you see it firsthand. Absolutely. People, there's always, it never stops. It doesn't. People who are like, how can I get involved in that? And knowing that it is a program that takes some advanced planning just to make sure everyone is properly educated on how to use them and install them and all of that. Um, so how does the program support Share Babies partners in this particular case? Valencia, of course. So our partners are, they help us do direct distribution. We don't give baby items directly to families. So it's very important to partner with these community partners and to have a greater reach in the community. I think it's really important to understand that we are collectively working um, to provide services and resources for a whole child, whole family. Um, Share Baby is just one piece of the puzzle. Um, mile one is another piece. Kiss, we're all pieces of the puzzle that come together to provide these resources for the family. So without the partners, we wouldn't have that added piece. Yep. And how does this program reflect Share Baby's overall mission? And maybe you can take a little time talking about what that mission is. And sure. how long have you been involved? And have you always been operations? I'm glad you asked that question. Yeah. So I have. What's your story? We always want to hear the story. I have a very close relationship and a lot of our staff actually does, but I come from the partnership side. Oh, cool. Um, So I'm very new to Share Baby. I've been there almost two years and I was a partner before I came on to the Share Baby staff. So I know firsthand what it's like to work for the partners. I know firsthand what it's like to have a need and to want to fill those needs and to support these families and to not be able to do that and to have... Um, organizations like Share Baby and Mile One support um, the work that you're doing is is an, is incredible. Um, one of our uh, our overall mission is to meet the unmet basic needs of families, and I think what we, as I mentioned before, sometimes we forget that these needs of families are basic needs. Um, having enough diapers is a basic need. Having a car seat and transportation, to Amanda's point, is a basic need. And when you don't have these things, it affects a lot of things in a family's life, um, whether they can get to work, whether they can get their children to school safely. Um, sometimes our families don't send their children to school or daycare and cannot work because they can't afford diapers or they don't take their kids because they don't have a safety seat to transport their children. Um, So we are really working to provide that gap in what families can afford and what we're able to provide. So the car seat program demonstrates our commitment to safety and well-being of the whole child by increasing access to new and safely installed safety seats um, that, like Amanda mentioned, may otherwise be older and possibly unsafe. Um, Working with partners like Mile One and KISS highlights the importance of building strategic partnerships with mission-aligned organizations committed to increasing our goal of serving more children each year. And if somebody is out there that's like a partner in the fu- that, that you could work with in the future, what if somebody hears this interview and they're like, gosh, we want to partner with Share Baby and we want to partner with Mile One Cares. Mm-hmm. How can they do that? Is that kind of how it happens where they hear about it? They might see a TV piece, hear this interview, whatever it, it is. A lot. Word of mouth. Somebody gets a car. They go to Mile One. I mean, it happens. Word of mouth is huge. Huge. I had no idea just how many organizations serve Baltimore Yes, and serve the, the different communities and families and children until I started working at Share Baby and I would get the emails, the calls. We heard about you. Can we partner with you? Um, so if par- organizations are looking to partner with us, mm-hmm. they can go to our website 
and we have a page where they can apply to our wait list. We're currently um, seeking more funding so that we can take on additional partners. Gotcha. So there is currently a wait list. But, correct. But with the correct amount of donations, which is, you know, always encouraged and um, appreciated. Correct. Absolutely. They can go to your website, which is sharebaby.org. That's correct. And you're active on Facebook, Instagram, X, LinkedIn, you name it. All of the things. You got direct links to everything. So as we're looking at the end of the year, you know, Giving Tuesday coming around the bend and um, just general charitable feeling. What are some of the things that people can help that are listening to help share baby in the coming year? Some goals that you might have, things that you want to accomplish that you need the public's help and donations in order to do so. We would love the public's help in Looking at what we're really doing and how we're trying to grow, we are estimating that we will have given out our 10 millionth diaper by the end of the year. And so that's a big thing for us. And we really want the public to understand how important the need is and that it used to be one in four and it went to one in three. And now it's one in two families struggle with diaper insecurity. And so we accept donations of um, gently used items, but would also love for folks to consider uh, making a contribution um, towards the end of the year, which will enable us to continue to give out diapers, not only to the partners that we're serving as we're seeing the need increase, but also to be able to bring partners in off our wait list to serve uh, more of Baltimore. And diapers is kind of where it all started, right? Correct. Yeah, for sure. And uh, so we've been talking to Valencia Hike. She is Share Baby's operations director. And also um, Amanda is here as well, Kodak. She's um, Mile One Cares Auto Group's chief giving officer. Um, so how can people get a hold of your organization, Amanda? And what kind of help do you need in the coming year? Sure. So um, Mile One Cares is our website. And any nonprofit or anyone just interested in learning more about the great work that we're doing, um, you can go there. You can learn more about the automotive company. You can learn about um, all of the ways that we're supporting not only nonprofits, but our employees. Um, we have a big giving program for our employees as well. So it's really about supporting um, everyone that's connected with the company. So um, you can go there to find out more. That's awesome. So again, that's mile1cares.com. And for ShareBaby, sharebaby.org. Any final thoughts or thank yous or, or final push for why it's so important and you're so passionate about what you do? And we're wrapping it up. <laughs> Well, I think we both want to thank Maryland Kids and Safety Seats. Absolutely. We couldn't do this program without them. So that's a, that's my big shout out to them. Awesome. My shout out would be to Mile One and again, KISS and my staff and our volunteers. Sure, Baby wouldn't be able to do all of the things that we do without our community and our partners and our staff and volunteers. Well, thank you both for your time, your generosity, and uh, and I wish you the best of luck in the future. And I hope you continue to grow this partnership together because you're doing incredible things. So thank you so much for being here. And you guys, thank you for listening. This has been a production of Odyssey Baltimore. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.